0: Hey there, my name is Allie Robinson. I am a certified personal trainer and running coach, and I am here to love, support, and guide you through this amazing journey to crushing your goals. We will talk about all things running, racing, strength training, nutrition, and weight loss without forgetting the real talk like mental health and motherhood. It's like a coffee date with your bestie, except I have the credentials, personal experience, and client testimonials to back it all up. So grab your favorite water bottle, put on your headphones, start your workout and join me for something wonderful. So question: what makes a good run versus a bad run? right? We've all had those really awesome, Fired up runs, and I'm sure most of us have experienced those really kind of not so wonderful runs. So, how do things like weather, nutrition, and sleep affect your performance? And how do you get better, get faster, and go further with your running? Well, I'll tell you the secret the secret to improving your runs comes from the ability to self evaluate your training. Now, as a running coach, I have coached countless clients to cross finish lines and get those personal records and achieve those PRs. However, I have created a running journal designed specifically to give you the tools to help you coach yourself. By filling in the pages of my Something wonderful running journal, patterns will start to emerge and you get the opportunity to analyze the data and to create the perfect running formula for your success. So every time you go out for a workout, you can help improve your performance by 1% every single time. You can get my journal right now on Amazon, the link is in the show notes, and you can start to unlock your potential as an athlete. And by getting the Something Wonderful running journal, you are also showing support for this podcast and my small business, and for that, I thank you from the bottom of my heart hey everybody welcome back to another episode of the something wonderful podcast I'm super excited to get right into today's topic because we are talking about running form now I know that running form is not the sexiest most glamorous topic that we could be talking about when it comes to running but running form is such a foundational piece of of running. Your form can affect your energy levels, your speed, it can affect your your chance of injury. So running form is something that is that we should be mindful of. Now, Running form is going to be a little bit different person to person, but there are some key things that I want you to be mindful of. So we're going to go through some things, you know, head to toe, uh, just some things that I want you to think about, okay? You don't have to change your running form dramatically right now, but these are some things that I think that I want you to think about that could have a pretty significant impact on your running. Okay. So starting with your head, your head should be up. Okay. I see a lot of runners that are looking at their watch or looking down at the ground. I want your head up in a neutral position, looking straight forward. Um, I kind of think about it like your, your body goes where your intention is, right? Where you're looking at. So if you are constantly looking at your watch or looking at the ground or I don't know, looking over your shoulder, whatever, it's more difficult for your body to channel that energy forward. Okay, so I kind of think about it in the back of my head of like keeping your eyes on the prize, keep your eyes on the finish line. Yes, of course, when you're doing, um, you know, beautiful outdoor runs, you know, of course, look around, enjoy the scenery that is part of running. But for the most part, I want your eyes to be forward. I want you to be focused on where you are going, which is forward on your path okay? I know it's a little bit different if you are a trail runner or your terrain is a little bit more technical. You might find yourself looking down and watching where your feet are going. Obviously, I want you to be safe, but keep your eyes up, okay? Don't get stuck staring at your watch, okay? It's not, you know, it's like watching paint dry. If you're just watching the the watch and the, the numbers tick by or, um, you know, of course, there's a lot of data on your watches that you can go through with your heart and your paces and all that stuff. But when you are running, you know, while you can peek at your watch every once in a while to monitor those things, for the most part, I want your eyes up. Okay, head up, eyes up. The next thing that I want you to be mindful is your posture. I always think about, you know, this kind of goes with the head, but I always think about a string almost like from my like starting in my hips that is kind of going starting in my hips and going up my spine and like out the top of my head and I always think about that string pulling and pulling and pulling me up and pulling that that posture out up and out because when we are running the the energy can so easily just go down 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 Right? And when we have that heavy feeling, we are putting a lot more pressure on the streets, right? On the concrete, on our feet, if we're just pounding into the pavement. So I want you to almost think of like this, this lightness, right? I want you to think about your energy kind of pulling up from the top of your head. I want you to think about lifting your body up. You know, we don't have, we're not like marionettes. At least I think they're marionettes, you know, the little puppet, the puppets with strings, Right. Um, We're we're not like puppets with strings, but I want you to have that feeling of something pulling you up and keeping you light on your feet. Okay, if we can focus on pulling our energy up, we're going to be putting far less pressure every time we step. We're going to be kind of, you know, kissing the pavement rather than pounding the pavement. And that's what I want us to think about is bringing that energy up up when we do that naturally if you think about that string coming out the top of your head your core starts to engage and your shoulders pull up and that's so important because as we get tired right as we are doing these long runs and as we are Tired. It's so easy for our shoulders to start hunching over. And when we are hunching over, thinking that that might be conserving us energy because we're not putting as much focus into like holding our our body up, it's actually making it way more difficult to be efficient with our running. I mean, think about just breathing, right? Uh, If you're in a safe place right now, do this with me, right? I mean, hunch your shoulders over and look like tuck your chin in, looking at the ground and and try to take in a deep breath. You you can do it, but it's a lot more difficult, right? And and oxygen is a huge part of our ability to run. Like we cannot run if we are not getting enough oxygen into our body. So In order to make it as easy for our body to get in a full lung's worth of air, we need to be in that upright position, okay? We need to have our shoulders back. We need to have our torso feeling long and upright in order for our body to be efficient with getting that oxygen in and, you know, being able to fully exhale, okay? So, Head up, eyes up, eyes on the prize, posture, standing tall, not slouching, not slouching forward, or I guess, you know, almost the opposite, right? I don't want you even like slouching backwards, okay? Nice neutral position. And maybe you have a little bit of a forward lean or a forward tilt kind of leaning into the run, but that forward lean is way different than slouching forward, okay? Even though we might have a little bit of a forward lean while we are running, we are still pulling that string out of the top of our head and making us light on our feet and engaging all of those muscles okay so when i am talking about shoulders back i don't mean you know shoulders like hunched or like um lifted up and like by our ears i want you to think about making your shoulders long so pressing your shoulders down not not like chicken arms like now we're not pressing our shoulder blades together okay we're not doing the chicken dance but you, having your shoulders relaxed pressed down and back so we are expanding our chest but our shoulders are still relaxed there's no tension or added tension in our shoulders Okay, because we want a lot of our energy to go other places. The last thing we want to do is have a sore back, shoulders, or neck from like, you know, tightening up our our shoulders weird. Okay, so when I say shoulders back, I don't mean that we're engaging them and being super restrictive with our shoulders. Think about keeping them pulled back and down in a way that still feels comfortable and relaxed. Now, I kind of already mentioned this with that string, but as we are thinking about lifting up tall and strong and shoulders back, naturally when you do that, you might feel your core engage so i'm not just talking about like flexing your abs okay your abdomen that those like six pack muscles are a very small piece of your entire core but if you are just standing in in a comfortable slouchy kind of position and you think about that string pulling you up the shoulders going back breathing in nice and deep, you might feel that core stabilize your body a little bit. You know, not, not that ab flexing, but you might feel your core stabilizing you. And that stabilization is so important for your running, okay? You know, as a personal trainer, and I'm giving my, you know, runners um, exercises to do, a lot of them question why I give them a lot of core exercises. And I don't mean just, you know, crunches, but a lot of, you know, planks and glute bridges and things that work that entire trunk of your body because those are your stabilizing muscles that need to engage When you are running, when you have that string pulling you up, when you have that slight lean forward as you are running, that core is engaging you and keeping you upright. So we want to make sure that we're not, when we're running, there's no, you know, you're going to have a little bit of a natural twist as you are running, but we don't want anything extreme twisting in the body. You know, we're not swiveling our hips. We're not twisting our upper body extremely dramatically. We want to make sure that everything is pulled up and engaged. So that way it, you're working as efficiently as possible to keep you running smoothly forwards. All right. All right. The next thing that I want you to think about is your hips, okay? I want you, like, you know, when you are thinking about that string, you know, I want you to think about a neutral position in your hips. So if your hips were a bucket of water, we don't want an extreme tip forward and we don't want an extreme, like, tuck, right? We don't want an extreme tuck back, So we want to keep thinking about that, pulling us up, keeping those hips in a neutral position. Again, when we're running, we don't want to have an excessive amount of twist in our hips. We don't want to have any sort of collapse in our hips. Our hips should stay pretty even as like we are balancing or, you know, keeping that bucket of water Stable. We don't want it twisting and turning and moving and rocking all over the place. Okay. A lot of that is going to come from having strong hips having, um, you know, working on those exercises that aren't super exciting, but really kind of work on those little engaging muscles in your glutes, in your hips, and in your core, because the trunk of your body is so important for your overall running economy. It's so important for your overall running form. And, you know, I feel like we want to just look at the legs and the feet and the landing. and yes, that stuff is important too. I'll get to it in just a minute. I just don't want to brush over how important the core is when it comes to your running form. okay? So kind of backtracking a little bit. you know, we started with head, shoulders, torso, hips. Let's kind of backtrack and go towards our arms, okay? When we are running, I know that I'm guilty of like maybe being like hyper-focused on my legs, right? Being hyper-focused of what my feet are doing that sometimes my arms can start to do whatever the heck they want to. So when you are running, I want you to have your arms bent at a 90 degree angle and I want you to think about your arms going back And forth, not swinging like side to side or crossing over the the line of your body, right? We're not crossing our arms over onto the other side. I want us to think about our arms swinging nice and easy back and forth. It doesn't have to be this big, dramatic arm swing. It can be just a very little swing forward and back. Almost think about, um, like, I think of uh, filing your nails, like, on your hip, right? It can just be a little filing of your nails, and it doesn't have to be this big, aggressive arm swing go- that goes across your body and throws your your shoulders side to side, Okay um kind of moving down from the arm is your hands okay are your hands do not need to be in, in an aggressive kind of clenched fist okay I think about holding a butterfly or think about holding like Pringles. I don't I don't even think of, I don't even know the last time I actually ate Pringles, but like they're little chips that like come in the can so they don't like get all broken. So think about holding a Pringle or think about holding a butterfly, right? You might want to grasp it, but you're not clenching it in your fist. OK, so light, relaxed hands and you know, if you make a heavy, heavy fist, you're just using that extra energy to clench your fists where you want that energy to go into your running. OK, so 90 degree arms, nice, relaxed hands. So let's get into the fun part. OK, and by fun, I mean, you know, we're, we're going to start talking about the legs. All right. So what what we'll kind of go into next is your stride. And your stride is the length of your steps, okay? It is almost like the leg swing of the run. Now, for your stride, I know that it can seem very beautiful and theatrical to do these beautiful, gazelle type leaps and bounds. But what we actually want is we want our stride to be short and we want to be stepping rather quickly. Okay, we are not taking these giant long leaps and bounds. They should be nice short little strides. Nice short quick steps because what happens is if we risk overstriding, which a lot of us runners are guilty of. But when we are overstriding, then we can can really put ourselves at risk for injury. So, when I think about running, i think about you know what is the most similar thing to running and the running form because i think that we think of walking as like a a slower form of running but the f- the the actual uh, mechanisms for walking are very different than the mechanisms for Running. So when we are walking, we are extending our our leg out in front of our body. We are landing on our heel. We are rolling heel toe and pushing off on our back foot. Okay. With running, the difference between running and walking is that when you are walking, you always have one foot on the ground. When you are running, running is defined by the point at which you only have one foot on the ground at a time, and you will have a moment where you are airborne. So if you are walking, you always have at least one foot on the ground. When you are running, there will be a moment where you are completely airborne. So you're not just walking through Faster when you are running, you are actually leaping from one leg to another during a run. Okay, so the mechanics of walking and running are completely different. When I think about what is the most similar to running, I think of marching or skipping. Okay, now I know that sounds silly, bear with me, but when you are marching, like think about marching in place, is you are swinging your leg up and you are stepping back down right underneath your body, right? Same thing, when you are skipping, you are pushing back on your back leg, you are swinging your leg up and you are landing pretty much right underneath your your body. The same thing when you are running, okay? We are not stepping way out ahead of us and dragging our body forward. We are pushing off on our back leg, and we are landing right underneath the majority of our body's center of gravity, okay? That is where we want to be landing, if we are heel strikers or if we are overstriding, and we are landing with our leg way out ahead of us and we are not just walking and we're gradually rolling from heel to toe and we are leaping and landing on our heel, that is so much pressure that is now ricocheting through your feet, your ankle, um, you know, up your, up your shin, can cause shin splints, can cause knee issues, can cause issues in your hips, because all of your pressure is way out ahead of you, okay? Think about when you are jumping, right? When you are, like, if, you, if you're just like, do a little, like, um, invisible jump rope, right? You are landing underneath your body. Your knees are bending and it, and it absorbs the shock so much nicer than if you were just landing on your heel way out in front of your body, okay? So I know that I'm going to like hit you hard with this point, but when you are running, I want you to be thinking about landing right under your body, not on your heels, not on your toes, but midfoot, okay? So the middle of your foot or your forefoot, right underneath your center of gravity, okay? This is going to take so much impact off of your bones, off of your ligaments, and off of your joints, and it is going to make you so much more efficient when it comes to to running, okay? So nice short strides. You're going to, you're going to, you know, swing that leg forward. Almost think of like a march. You're swinging that leg up and you are dropping that leg right underneath your body, okay? When we land, we want to think about landing knee over the top of our Foot. we don't want our knee caving in um that would be referred to as like pronation right when our feet are maybe you know caving in or our knees are caving in we want our knees to be tracking right over the top of our our foot right over the top of our toes and we want to you know push off strong with the back foot okay so I know that that is a lot of things to think about. And sometimes, you know, we don't, we don't, maybe we don't think about our running form, right? I know that I never really thought about my running form very much until I saw like race pictures, right? And I remember seeing race pictures and being like, oh my gosh, do I actually look like that? Like my shoulders were hunched forward, um, my feet were like, you know, caving in, my hips were all over the place. Like I just looked at myself and go, oh my gosh, like that does not look like that beautiful runner-esque picture that I imagine in my head, right? So one thing that I want us to do is film ourselves running. Okay? This is actually a service that I offer my clients one-on-one is that I'll have them send me a video of them running and we'll take a video from about knee height. So, think about, you know, squatting down on the ground, you want your your camera or your phone about knee height and you want a video from the front from the back, and from the side. And I want you to look at your body, right? What are your shoulders doing? What are your hips doing? What are your feet doing? How are you landing? Sometimes we aren't actually aware of these things until we see it, because most of us are not just staring at ourselves running, right? We don't very often get to see videos of ourselves running or see pictures very often unless it's during a race. And so while you are training, make recording yourself every once in a while part of your training. You know, take a look at your running form. What do you look like? Um, What do you like about your running form? What do you think could be changed? And if you don't know, if you're looking at your video and you don't know what could be different, then reach out to somebody. Okay, there are a lot of physical therapists that will do like running form analysis, running coaches like me, we will do um running analysis. You can send us videos or email us videos and we can, you know, kind of break it down and show you. Um, and if there's things about your running form that could be changed or improved, there are typically a lot of corrective exercises that can go along with it. So if you are over striding, or you're a heel striker, or you do find your knees, um, you know, caving in, or you find that you have a big hip dip while you're running, there are a lot of corrective exercises that you can do to kind of counteract that and actually work on and improve your running form so you can improve your running economy so you can improve your speed and efficiency and feel stronger and more confident during your runs. Okay, so that is it for me today regarding running form. Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day, and I will talk to you guys very soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Something Wonderful podcast. To show your support for the show, please take a moment to rate and review wherever you are listening to your episodes. You can follow me on Instagram at something underscore wonderful, and you can even join my free Facebook group, Weight Loss for Runners. And remember, my friends, until next time, you are something wonderful.